Here we are. It's been an unconscionably long time, and that's my fault. Don't start this again. You start start heaping blame on yourself. <laughs> the matter of blame and praise. No, indeed. Um, How you been, mate? You're right. But yes, yes, not bad. Of course, uh, the last time we uh, met in this sort of context was. The, the last podcast we did. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was very nearly Christmas time. God, we Christmas don't, don't time. shortchange our three listeners, don't we? Uh, Poor bastards, they have to wait so long for this shit. Since then we've had New Year. Yeah. Which comes hard on the heels, as it were. Yeah. Or does Christmas come hard? I'm never quite sure how that went chronological time. when people say we're oh that thing we're doing next week we're bringing it forward does that yeah. mean we're we're bringing it closer so we're we're putting it into the past yeah. relative to where it was but, no but still in the future relative to the present <laughs> yes that is what they mean yes yeah. they're bringing it closer to now we're bringing it forward a bit forward if, a week but if they say we're, we're moving it back that yeah. means we're moving it into the future into the future yeah, yeah. If people would just use the terms future and past, or changing the date... Well, you understand it. What's the problem? Well, not till just now. <laughs> I've <laughs> blundered through life. To, uh, so, so now it's on the... When... Because I was always told, well, not always, once, <laughs> yes. that the week began on Sunday. Well, yes, I think it does. Yeah. I think it so does... So when you say, I'll see you next... Saturday. Oh, oh, and the whole next week, this week, this Thursday, next Saturday. Oh, my dear. (laughs) Just better to stick to dates. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. And Valentine's Day, of course, we haven't done Valentine's Day. We didn't catch up on that, did we? We didn't. We didn't. Were you tempted this year to um, get anyone anything? Um. Sorry, a Mr. Smith seems to have arrived. Gone. I no, well, I didn't. You didn't, but were you tempted? That was my question. I know you didn't. Not tempted. I didn't write her. I was. I've come close to it once in the last eight years. I think. Mm. I uh, I did. I did write a oh, Valentine's, Valentine's card. card with you know to a particular person, yeah, yeah. and I was. I but I did. I wrote quite a nice little. Oh, what did you write? Nice little thing. Get him off. <laughs> no, it was in... Uh, no, no. Her no, na- her come name on. comes into it. Oh, I see. But it is okay. rather sweet. Oh. I thought it was rather sweet. Give me a... Give me a card. A bit. I did. I was... I did... I I was going to write the card and, you know, not not uh, put my name to it, preserve the mystery and leave it on the... Right. But then I thought, no. No. It, you know. On the mm. one, On the one side... High chance of embarrassment, shame, humiliation, jokes, and so on. Uh, <laughs> on the other side, tiny, tiny, weeny chance of, uh, you know, the desired outcome. No. But not really. It was like betting, I don't know, like betting one's life savings on a single figure on the roulette table. I've only had one. Right. In my life hmm. that I still genuinely don't know who it was Ooh, from. Exciting. But I 
and I don't think it was for it was yeah it was after my was it in my handwriting? It was my second. <laughs> Just to annoy you, <laughs> it was my second term at university. <laughs> oh, okay. And it was yeah, so the February. So it's from somewhere. Oh. I don't know. Now, but so um, so but love. I mean love. Love Saint Valentine's. Yeah, yeah. Day. What do you th- do? You think we should make more of it? Do you think we should make less of it? Do you think it is responsible for a few suicides every year? <laughs> well, I'm sure it is, yeah. But you could say the same thing about Christmas. Yeah, you? you could say the same thing about quite a few good things, couldn't you? Or about um, the summer. Yeah. I mean, you know, the summer used to be a... I used to always have my worst depressions in the summer. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, my son. I'm a, I used to love it. Right, because right, you know, sunshine, oh, hey, long holidays, cricket, hey, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, at the age of twelve, I just, I just couldn't stand hot weather anymore. Mm. And if it's anyway, but there we are. Yes, people tend to assume. I think that seasonal affective disorder or sad it, it affects people in the just in the winter. winter. No, but in your case, but, uh, it's the reverse. Hmm. Hmm. Colour. Well, fair enough. This is a jolly little episode so far, isn't it? <laughs> Can hell. Not had one laugh. Now then, Will. <laughs> I was I was wandering around the house the other day. Why were you doing that? Well, I do that from time to time. Well, I was, I, was doing, I was doing some work, doing cooking or something. I wasn't just wandering about the whole house like a fucking phantom. <laughs> not knowing my own way around my own house. Um, That's how I wander around there. Is it? Okay. Um, but I was singing the words shittity bum bum to, um, I guess that's why they called it the blues by Elton John. Oh, is this... Shittity bum bum, shittity bum bum, like that. And I sort of caught myself doing it <clears throat> and <clears throat> realised that I do sing around the house to myself quite a lot. I, I think that's quite common among, do you? among people. Well, do you make up little songs, though, as you're doing stuff? Among people who, who live on their own. Right, yeah. Um, it seems to be... Uh, do you do that? Not uncommon. I'm just trying to get reassurance that I'm not a mental case. Actually... Um, <laughs> what, you don't? <laughs> well, no. No, I don't, I don't sing... The only time You I don't f- do silly voices or put on... Sort of go no, wander I, around singing daft songs to yourself. No, I, I do it in my head. Oh, okay. It doesn't usually come out. Right, okay. Because I was putting me duck after every... Um, line? Ev- every line, yeah. Oh. Laughing like children, me duck. Living like lords, me duck. And sort of kept doing that. And well, then, I mean, that's just the sort of Midlands equivalent of ooh baby or yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking... Right. I'm talking about me doing it out loud. Dear yeah. listeners, obviously Will does not do this. If anyone else does this, please let me know, just so I feel less mental. I mean, I do lots of very peculiar things. Yeah, go on. Let's talk about your peculiar things. Where, when I'm on my own. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure if secret cameras were, yeah, were put yeah. in to spy on us, I oh. would end up looking the odder. <laughs> Because there'd be quite a, quite a lot of the time. I think when I'm having ideas, yeah, or, or when I might be making up things like that, yeah, I don't, I don't usually articulate it. No, no. Why would you be the odder? Oh, because when I'm doing that in in my head, I'm probably just 
<laughs> sort of staring blankly. <laughs> well, yeah, or or doing some little repeated action. Or you know, I might have the guitar on my lap, but not be actually playing it. Just be sort of <laughs> repetitively tapping or something. Well, you know, it's like worry balls, or is it worry beads? Worry balls, yeah. You can have stress balls, or whatever. Stress balls, those yeah squashy, things you squeeze, yeah. Squashy things, yeah. Or those, you know, what were they called? Those things. Uh, Fidget was, spinners. It was a bit like no, I don't think so. It was a bit like Rubik's cubes. But not like Rubik cubes. I don't know what you mean. It was just they looked. They looked like it could be a cube. They still sell them at the works. Right. What? What is it? Explain yourself. It looks like two two things. You can have two cubes, but then they open out into a and turn round. You sort of they open out into a sort of three dimensional star shape. But you can. But the way they're made, you can. They can each make it what looks like a solid cube. But they're not because they're sort of they've got pyramidy four sided pyramids vaguely four sided pyramids on on each on the other side of each I see. square and and so it looks like you know two two cubes then you open them out put mm-hmm. them together one cube of apparently the same size yeah, it's not ringing a bell but yeah it's okay not, um, right but anyway um, so odd things that you do go on go. Well, I don't think I want to. Uh, oh, come on! Expose myself in this way. <laughs> God, you do. Because <laughs> I know, I know, you got to have your shoes in a certain way. Uh, well, I do like to have the right shoe, the tip of it a little further ahead, <laughs> a little in advance of the left one. <laughs> why is that? I don't know. There isn't a why, is there? It's just a little sort know. of habit. Some of some of my oh, your shoes are lined up like that, yeah. With like the right mm. right one slightly further forward than the left one. Well, if they happen to be, if there happens to be pairs. Yeah, if they were on a shoe rack adjacent. Oh, a shoe rack. That's they've always struck me as rather bourgeois. <laughs> Idiot. Well, they take up a lot of space. Yeah. Okay. I mean, space. but you, so you have to have your right shoe further forward than the left one when they're at ease, not and, not befeated. <laughs> And preferably not touching. Oh, right. Okay. Don't like Why is touching. that? Well, if they're going to be touching, I'd like them to be right together. I don't want them to be there to be any non-touching bits in the uh, between the touching bits. Oh, I see. So, so you couldn't have the heels separate. touching, but no, the um, soles touching, but not the heels, as it were. As it were, yes, that would be. That, that would be bad. That that would not be good. <laughs> There's the there's the curtains. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Well, it has to be the as you're looking at them. Yeah, the right curtain over the, the left. left, over the. Left. I think that's an odd way around. But that's I'm pretty sure that consciously comes from uh, the way men's shirts and jackets tend to button up. Really, with the well, with the because you're as it were looking down on it at the shirt buttons. Mm. The uh, left goes over the right, but if it was a curtain, uh, imagine it turned round. Yeah, if the curtain yeah, yeah, had I buttons yeah, and yeah. buttonholes, yeah. it would go right over left. Right as you look at it. Whereas I think when I had curtains, I don't have curtains in this house. Don't you? No, they're just blinds. But oh. um, I, I think probably because I would pull the right one shut first, and then the left one would go over it. You see. 
I wouldn't yeah. maybe go reach out with both and shut them together. Well, I might do I might do them both together or one and then the other, but as long as the right one goes over the left, I think that's an odd way round. Ah, uh, but you see, you feel it's odd. Yeah, but I don't so know you why. clearly have feelings about it. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah, you don't, I didn't know. You don't, I had yes. not previously mm, acknowledged. Yes. <laughs> so, what's going to happen if you didn't put it right over left? Uh, Bad well, shit. Well, here we come to the uh, to, to the. I don't know. Not not the key. Not the root. Not the nub. Nor indeed the crux of of <laughs> um, of. Uh, but it's it's an important part of the uh, the the peculiar habit. Right. Uh, the superstition. Yeah. The sort of self-imposed superstition. The obsessive. I'm trying to think. Have I got any? The obsessive compulsive. Yeah. Urge. Have I got any things I have to do? Otherwise, I can't rest. I don't think there are. Mm. I mean, some people have are very fussy about the way they set out their pens, or their, yeah, 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 or their food, or something, yeah, yeah. or and and or or their or their books. Um, yeah, I don't have that. Luckily, no, I've, got, I've got plenty of other things, but not that problem. I vaguely. I, well, I do try to keep books together according to... Do you? Well, ac- according to... Um, Your books are always in carnage, it seems to me. What do you mean, carnage? They're everywhere. They're, they're on shelves. Some. Where they can be, yes. I've had them all on the shelves. The shelves would... Well, it wouldn't be physically possible. No. I do need to get some new shelving, yeah, some yeah. new shelf space. And, yes, the, some of them are in piles um <laughs> but there's a system is but there? but well when when on the shelves i try to keep them together according to author right and or subject matter okay i've not noticed so sort of history books i tend right. to try and keep them all together okay. po- poetry mm-hmm. all together but then, of course, the size question comes in. You can't really put all your big books at the top and your small ones no, at the bottom. That's that, just asking yeah, for Yeah, you're a, asking for a topple. You're asking for a comedy death, aren't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. Comedy injury. That's <laughs> how we would have wanted to go, crushed yes. by the weight of his love of books. <laughs> in a very literal way. Yeah, yeah, indeed. He's found right. there with his legs and arms sticking out at the top of the fallen bookcase. Nice. <laughs> that would be great. Just to bust your door open and find you there. Well, where the fuck are you? I've been trying to get in touch with you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <coughs> Quick feel of the pulse. Yeah, no, 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 he's gone. Right. If only he'd bought a better bookshelf. And hadn't insisted on putting all those encyclopedias yeah, at the top. At the top, at the top. what a wally. So, but, right, books are organised. Any other sort of OCD things that you, you'd like to... I wouldn't say that with? is OCD no. on, on my part. No, that, that's reasonable. That term is, is overused, I think. Yeah, OK. People sometimes... I remember the first time <laughs> I heard it. I, was, I think I was reading an article. It was in 1989. Or was nine, that the article when you had to reread it three times? So the world didn't end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was, well, I used to, are you sure we haven't done this before? <laughs> My thing about even numbers and odd numbers mm. and touching things a certain number no, of times. No, we haven't done that. No. We might have done, but let's do it again. <laughs> yes, let's recycle some classic material. <laughs> 
go on. Well, I used to, I mean, from when I was quite young, seven, eight, mm. eight, nine, perhaps. Mm. I don't know. It wasn't when I was very young. Mm. It was usually to do with touching things or p- picking things up, mm. like my pencil at school. Yeah. I would... Sometimes it would be... I'd have to do it an even number of times. <laughs> so rather than just pick up my pencil and yeah. start drawing, I'd just pick it up, put it down, pick it up. <laughs> that would be okay. Okay. But then at some point, it, it changed to odd numbers. Right. Don't so it's know meaningless. how. And this is the sort of... Yeah. Un, this is where it starts to get a bit... You know, you just have this conviction, this feeling that you ought to you know, touch everything that you touch um, an even number of times. Yeah. But, you know, no one's told you to do it. No. There's no logical reason for it. But, but you sort of then you've, you've feel some, like something's going to go wrong if you don't, do you? Well, well yes. And you've sort <clears> of <throat> decided, mm. but it doesn't, it's not really a conscious decision. No, okay. I, I, I mean, I don't imagine people consciously decide to become um compulsive <laughs> um, <laughs> what's a you know people, gamblers or something yeah yeah right yeah 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 or, or to marry a bridge or something yeah or to <laughs> sleep with a car it's just one of those things that sort of creeps up on you well just all these habits that we that we have mm. i don't suppose so numbers so it's two because you not you, you well, it would be two you have to when you're shaking hands with someone or meeting someone you have to touch them twice don't you well, that's your. That's what you told the judge. Go well, on. I was. That was when I was in one of my. And by this time, I was in my uh, first year at secondary school. Right. And I remember I had it. Yes, it was even numbers because it had at primary school. It had gone from even numbers to odd numbers. God, when? How young did you start? That. I'd say about eight. I think when I God. first. Okay. When I first, when I was old enough to realize I was doing it, and and to know that it was. A bit strange. Right, yeah. And nobody else seemed to seemed to do it and no one mm. never heard anyone saying Oh yeah, you know, when you you know, you have to touch things an even number of times. It's <laughs> weird, isn't it? it you got didn't to hear the someone say that. Where it had to be multiples of four. <laughs> this must be it's just going up. <laughs> well no, it was multiple because I, I there was something to do with this four. Why four? Because that was... Cause, yeah, so I didn't... So, you know, twice, you know, that was okay. But if I... So, say say a, a crayon of a certain colour. <laughs> yeah. Right, we're doing an ex... We're doing a colouring yep, exercise yep. at... Colouring this Easter check. At school. Yeah. Uh, it's, yep. it's 1980. I'm just setting the scene. <laughs> it's 1980. Um, Adam and the Ants for yeah. the singles are rocking the charts, but I'm not aware of yeah. them because I'm obsessed with the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'll watch an Elvis or an early Cliff Richard film if it happens to be on. God, yeah. And, yeah, so say we're doing drawing in, mm. and I would, you know, if I picked up the yellow crayon and did a bit coloured in a bit and then put it down mm. but then I'd make sure I touched it again before going on to the next before picking <laughs> up the blue crayon <laughs> what? I don't know, I just feel bad for you wasn't that obsessive I don't know, I don't remember anyone ever noticing and saying no. why are you doing that it took me a while to notice <laughs> that you did the hand shaking thing I don't do that, I haven't done that for 
about 30, 40 years. You've, we've done it in my presence. No, I haven't. When? You've sort of accidentally hit someone or pretended to accidentally hit someone and then shaken their hand. No, I told you that I used to do oh, that. Oh, did you? Okay, have I not you witnessed you doing it? You haven't. No, that's your dodgy memory <laughs> trying to trying to <laughs> slander me. No, but I remember in my first, term, to first year <clears throat> at secondary school, yeah. yes, it was a bit embarrassing, yes, meeting someone because, you know, and they shook your hand because then it was... How am I going to touch someone? How again? am I going to... Because it's got to be an even number of times. Right. And I wasn't going to... So, yes, I would, in reaching out, I would try and sort of brush the back of their hand just, you know, in mock clumsiness as... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fucking hell, well. And That's hard work, isn't it? Yes, it was... Like, anyway, I sort of, you know, coped with this. And, yeah. And, Do you still have it now? The onset of... Oh, Yes. But it's in less. <laughs> okay. It's, it's in, in less evil case now, is it? <laughs> okay. No, it's not. But that when I then I was when I was uh, uh, it was about 1990. Yeah. And I read an article right. in the Observer. Uh, you found your people. Well, no, it was an article about this condition called obsessive compulsive disorder. Oh, I and see. That was the first time I'd ever right. I'd I'd heard the term. Right. Yeah. And in that, yes, there were cases of people who'd... There's a bloke who'd stayed inside a a, a circle for mm. several hours a day. Yeah. Because he couldn't... It's like a way of managing anxiety, is it? Or control or something, is that what, it? In a way. And then there's the showering man. Oh, God, yeah. The bloke who couldn't stop showering. He was on some business trip. And uh, he just couldn't... He couldn't stop showering. Because I think he was trying to find the the right moment to come out of the shower. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's not funny. Maybe it was, you know, maybe he had to sort of count to the right amount of numbers. Or, well, this is, he had know. to get the right image in his head, which might, is what you've talked about. Uh, yeah, yes, I may have. Go on. Um, that would, uh, yeah, all right, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fucking like the psychiatrist. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, it's usually it's it's usually to do with crossing from one space into another, like what is this thing, this weird thing that you're forcing me to talk about <laughs> in front of our only because I think it's interesting. Of, you think it's hilarious. <laughs> I just feel bad for you, but I yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's it comedy gold. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Well, it's like leaving the house, right? You know, or getting on a train, or off a train. Yeah. It's this, yeah. Moving from one place to another place. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it can be from moving from one room to another. Okay. And... And what do you have to do? Well, if I... I mean, it's all right if I'm sort of unselfconsciously going about yeah, yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if it occurs to me, and I think, and I think, oh, mustn't have the wrong image in my mind, and then I, uh, but then I have, so I have to, so I have to get the right image in. And then, but then sometimes I have to have the wrong image again to neutralise it, <laughs> and then have Sorry. the and then have the right image. So you might see me sort of going upstairs. Yeah, I might go upstairs. Uh, it would look like to the outsider. Yeah, I sort of step. I sort of go on onto the first step. Mm. Stop. <laughs> go back into the room. Step up on the step again. Go on and do this. About four times mm. for no apparent reason. What what sort of thoughts do you have to have to move from one space into another? I don't think we need to <laughs> okay, go <all> right. into <laughs> that. 
<laughs> All right. But yeah. But as I say, you wouldn't, I, I sort of allow myself special dispensations. I do have that. Right. I don't want to say power. What do you mean? If it's your birthday or something? No, no. If I'm with people and it would obviously look mad, mad then <laughs> that's okay. I'll sort of work out some way of, well, a new year. Yeah. Go on. That, no, but no, no, come on, come on, come on. There. I can cut it. Go on, just tell me. Well, because you know, well, you're moving from one year to to oh, another. Okay. So when you bring in the countdown to uh, right, okay. Sometimes I think, oh, I mustn't have a bad image in my head because that because that would carry over into the year. Oh well. Again, it's it's all right. Um, but um, so this is why I I don't like the to you know come back to the the point yeah the the way the term ocd is used to mean nothing more than fussy right okay like the way anal is used yeah i'm a bit anal about cleaning up everywhere yeah what does that mean you what you you, you're quite fussy you like to Mm. you don't like things to be left on the floor Mm. and how does your anus come into that (laughs) again well it's freud isn't it Yes, and I'm sure all the people who use the term anal in that way know their Freud, like the like the image of their anus in a in a hand mirror, as they as they adopt as they adopt the giving birth position, which is not something I've done since really since I was about. Have you done that? Since I was about six. To look at your that. arsehole? No, I haven't. <laughs> you fucking have. But not since I was about six. Right. I think I did it. Okay. Well, maybe seven, maybe a bit older. Well, you know. This is probably what age. set you off. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but now, but what, you but don't, what, does it... what number don't you like? You don't like seven, do you? No, I don't. Yeah. What, but, what but, you, do- but, you know, I live in a very... Seven-centric he- universe. Hepto-centric. Yeah. Yeah. Well, world rather than universe, I'm going to say. It's, uh, well, you know, days of the week. Yeah. Deadly sins. Yeah. Seas, continents. Yes, hills. All those cities and places that claim to be built, like Rome's meant to be built on seven hills. Yeah. And some of them are a bit... Seven know. brides for seven brothers, that must be fucking murder to sit through. Mm. Mind you, it's murder to sit through anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, it's why seven then? Is there a reason or is it just... Arbitrary. What, brides and brothers? No. What? Your Ed. Is there a reason why you don't like seven? <laughs> Ed? Ed who? Your br- fucking brain. Is there a reason why you don't like seven? Or is it just arbitrary? Well, that's the nub crux. It is arbitrary, is it? The, well, you don't yeah, well, know how it started, suge- that. Arbitrary suggests, yes, arbitrary suggests sort of meaningless or that I've sort of chosen one at random, but again, it doesn't it sort feel. Of arrived. It doesn't feel like a choice. No, yes, it arrives. Sort of arrived. Yeah. And I okay. perhaps in a more extreme form, this is the sort of thing which, in past times and indeed in present times, um, you know, you might get these small compulsions and ideas, mm. but there, you know, if you're a thirteenth century, was it fourteenth century? French peasant girl, <laughs> you might think, "Oh, God wants me to go and lead an army." Yeah, but Joan, you can't do that. You're a you're a you're a girl, and a and a medieval peasant. Mm. Well, assuming that you know, in a few centuries, must have been bloody murder, mustn't it, to have stuff like this back in the day? 
Well, but yes, obs- yes. Obsession. Which they must have done, right? I mean, it's not... Oh, I don't think it's a phenomenon... Uh, that's modern, ...born is it? of modernity. No, no. No, I mean, at various forms of... of yeah. I mean, I suppose it just would have been called eccentricity. I suppose, yeah. Samuel Johnson. Yeah. He, he had a ritual, actually, but Did when he? entering a new house, oh. he would he would put his foot over the... Over the threshold. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think this was just when going into a house. He was right. all right coming out. But going into someone else's house, I think, he would yes, put his foot over the threshold and then back again a few times. Oh, and right. Then, and then pause and with a sort of big jump, he'd go in. Oh, right. So that's like you on the stairs, isn't it? A little. Yeah. Yes, yes, a little bit. Okay. Well, there you go. There we are. Because people individually and collectively do get rather... You know, certain numbers do seem to have yeah. magical or special properties so assigned me to by them. A bit. Like <clears throat> seven. Lottie has this thing where um, she she uh, it's like this th- synesthesia sort of thing. Oh, where she really? sees people or days of the week as colours and things like that. You know, yes, she's a bit odd. It is. I mean, yes, and the odd but it's very clear to her. Well, Thursday's orange, yeah. Dad. Uh, what? Why? Yeah, in well, what, just is. In what sense? Yeah. But yes, I suppose it's like we might talk about a, you know, a certain sound or you know, a musical instrument sounding sparkly. Mm. So I suppose there's always a bit of that sense yeah. sense crossover. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, but when you get in that, when you can see sort of, I'm I'm hearing or something. I'm hearing grey rainbows. Yeah, that was one I remember. Oh, okay. It was on um, something on Radio Four mm. about this and. This grown-up woman was talking about how she was... When she was a child, she used to say things like... That was, oh, yes, I'm here. I can hear grey rainbows. Right. And it meant something quite specific to her. Right. It was probably the sound of a... I know, some... I know, mm. and, and, you know, and people would say, ah, oh, how sweet she's... Yeah, you know, yeah. These strange things kids say. But but to me, it was quite literal. I was seeing right. grey rainbows. Mm, OK, yeah, that's an interesting phenomenon. It's a bit like trying to describe um, flavours, mm. isn't it? I mean, okay. Which people do do on wine programmes and whatever. Well, We now, don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. <laughs> I do I do admire the... I mean, because it... I mean, people who say, make a living writing... Waffling on ab- about wine. About wine. Mm, but, I mean, this ri- one... Ooh, yes. But writing, like writing about food in general must be quite... Baby seals cooked in their own quite, fear. Because yeah. it's quite... You know, just writing about food. Yeah. With all the sort of food groups and food types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it's just one drink... Yeah. One drink type. You know, yeah. wine. Yeah. Yes, and no, notes... But they do, and people... Notes of... Yeah. Yeah, notes of this and under notes and uh yeah. you know it's got a you know it's got subtle hints of <laughs> it's like, like people who write about music <laughs> right well that's at least a bit easier to pick apart a little bit but again like you know a sparkly sound. wine you know this this tastes a bit of you know wood chip on the walls or whatever you know <laughs> wood chip on, on the, the walls. walls this has got an undertone of you know whale blubber i mean but even weirder when they sort of take things that aren't tastes or smells. Do they? Oh, this has got notes of sadness. Yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. Oh, yes. oh it's a very bold wine. Yeah. It's got a lot of body, but a certain shrinking modesty as it, uh, <laughs> as it passes uh, over the soft palate. Yeah. 
Do you want to talk about fucking teddy boys and get it over with? What? Go on. You know you do. Well, I, I just feel it's our duty to bring mm. bring to uh, a wider audience. Yeah, go on. The, uh, well, isn't it interesting the way... <laughs> the dreading way, this. The way popular culture, youth, youth um, cults or fads or crazes, mm-hmm. call them what you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come and go. Yeah. And then come back again. Because when I, in the early 80s and I was at school, I, um, I was, you know, I, loved, I quite liked me Elvis. Yeah, I, yeah. I tried to, uh, you know, get the old uh, rock, rockabilly quiff going. Which and, you've uh, carried on and since I was, then. And I was mocked and derided for it. Well. And, uh, you know, but I took a certain uh, almost masochistic pride in it. Um, <laughs> You're such a weird kid. What? Just... You eleven taking a masochistic pride in things. Well, just you know, without my hair done and yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and you know, when I when the cries of Elvis, yeah, I, mean, I think well, I like Elvis. God, is it any wonder you were getting picked on? Well, it wasn't all that much. No, really. okay. Looking back, I'm surprised I wasn't lynched. Um, <laughs> once wore a red waistcoat to school in my first year <sighs> fucking hell they must have thought you were a right twat and silk scarves and cravats and have we talked about my fucking interview for Bretton Hall no let's let's I've, you know about oh, it don't you I've forgotten it though no do tell I had an interview for the university did you have to audition was there an audition as it well it was the as audition yeah it was an interview and an audition I had to do no. a couple of pieces yeah which I'd learnt um, <clears throat> was, was one a Shakespeare? It was. Was a Shakespeare and a. It was Leontes, yeah, Winter's Tale. Oh, because you quite you quite like that. I, quite, I love that. Uh, yeah, it's one of my favourites, Winter's Tale. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I. Was, what was what was your modern? I can't remember. Something oh. from Amongst Barbarians or something. I think. What's that? Never well, that's us bollocks, didn't it? Nicely um, bollocks. It was in that voice. Um, amongst Barbarians. Amongst. Barbarians. Oh, sorry. I thought it was like the the barbarians of a monk. You're a fucking idiot. A monk's barbarians. <laughs> Hello, my name is Friar Peter, and these are my barbarians, as I call them. Yes, but I'm I'm uh, teaching them uh, literally the word. I'm teaching them to read and to believe. Yes, because the word. Your sonic dyslexia. The word and the flesh. Uh, yeah, anyway, carry has on. Has come to bite you. All right, Evelyn Moore, carry calm on, down. Carry on, um, with, carry on with your little story. Fucking arsehole. Um, <laughs> so, amongst arsehole. Right. I mean, yeah. So, I was adamant to my mum that I wanted to go in jeans and my Smith's T-shirt. Why was this? Well, because, you know, I was into because the Smith's and wanted to go dressed as myself. My mum was not having it. And said, Dave, it's it's an interview. Whether You've he, got to go dressed appropriately. Were there instructions, though, in no. the coming there to your... No, there was no dress code. No, nothing. Hmm. So, I we, mean, for a... we got, or my mum bought for me, some brown brogues and a cream suit. <laughs> so I looked <laughs> like, like... Martin Bell. I looked like the man from Del Monte. <laughs> So I was in these brown brogues, cream suit, got there. Hang on, was it three-piece? Yeah. You had a waistcoat yeah. as well? Yeah, yeah. I right, like and a, 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 t- a tie? Yeah, I looked like a right twat. Bow tie? No, not a fucking oh. hell. I drew the line there. 
Wing, bow tie, turned up. Guess what everyone else in the interview was wearing? Smith's t-shirts and jeans. Yes, exactly well, that. Casuals. Yeah. And well, some, yeah, t-shirts and jeans. Aww. Yeah. But I, I reckon, I do wonder, looking back, maybe that you know it may be memorable. Yeah. In an audition, they might. Oh, what about that fucking idiot in the Del Monte cream suit? suit? Yeah, he's obviously. He's obviously up his own arse. Thinks he's great. You know. That's just the sort of person we want to hear. He'll <laughs> fit in with the rest of the acting profession. <laughs> He'll have no trouble. Talking about himself but yeah, endlessly I was, in I interviews. Was mortified that I was didn't in a you, cream suit. Didn't you sort of didn't you sort of get a peek from a distance and quickly could have you know off with the no. jacket, you know, no. off of that no. yeah, and no. looked a bit cash. No. Oh. Yeah, I know. I was sat there feeling like a right swat. Oh. But, you know, I did all right. Were you really surly with your mum afterwards? Did you tell her? Yeah, yeah, I did tell you, her. Yeah. They were all in bloody Smith t shirts and jeans, mum. Oh, oh well. Oh. But then yes, when, you, when you got in, did she say, well, I told, told you, you so. Told I told you you so. need to look like a twat to get in there, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> well, body form, body form for you. Shape for confidence. Made for confidence. Made for comfort. <laughs> Made for cunt. <laughs> I think they should have rec- rec- <laughs> reclaimed the word, ladies. <laughs> yeah, I will. You could know. have done. Right, come on, get on. What? What? Fucking youth, youth culture. Youth, yes. Oh, I'm just saying, but I mean that was a, a thing, wasn't it? I mean, even mud, mm. mud, fifties, yeah. Slade, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but sl- no, but Slade. I mean, that as as someone you know put it. The old Slade with all the, you know, they put all the sequins on and the makeup and the hair and st- still looked, as as one article I read put it, still looked about as camp as a fist fight in a pork scratchings factory. <laughs> right, go on. Fucking youth culture. Get on with it. Yeah. Fucking teddy well, boys, go. Uh, teddy boys. Teddy boys. They, they were a very British movement. Yeah. I don't think, I took a lot of inspiration from America. Mm. And, of course, a lot of things were happening simultaneously. What we think of as the, the teddy boy hairstyle, the yeah, rockabilly yeah. quiff. The one you've still, you're have you still sporting. And that, well, you know, touch wood, the old, um, you know, yeah. there we are, there we are. Mm. Um, that, well, I mean, of course, the young Elvis Presley, uh, James Dean. Yeah. That, the teddy boy uh, style, hairstyle, was, in a way, <laughs> a... Uh, a, um, if you're still listening to this, you're a fucking saint. An, ex- an exaggeration of that. Right. And yet, presumably, Elvis Presley in Tupelo, Mississippi, or, or Memphis, they mm. did, you know, wasn't wasn't keeping keeping up with fashions in, in among working class Londoners. No. Where would he have got the information? I don't know. Possibly there were fashion magazines. So there were teddy boys around in the fifties, yeah. And then there was a bit of a bit of a teddy boy revival, which is, I think, is what you're incredibly slowly coming to. Well, not immediately, right? I mean, there was no, of course not. You fucking twat! It's a revival. It'll be the next week, is it? Well, the teddy, the 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 teddy boys. I think they were established um, so just before rock and roll. Um, Yes, in a. TV series called Get Some In, which came out in the mid-1970s. Yeah. 
No, that's a bit of a digression. Yeah, fucking hell, Christ, it must have been bad <laughs> if you're stopping yourself. And then... Right, so you saw something on Pebble Mill. Way were well, you shooting way ahead? Man. No, we need to. You're jumping We've several We've got to guns. get to the point. Uh, so that rock and roll, by the early 60s, I suppose Teddy Boy is looking a bit out. It was all mods and rockers, rockers and mods. Yeah, yeah. The rockers, the leather, the yeah, black, the yeah. mods in the nice... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motors, no, scooters. Scooters, yeah, scooters, Vespers, isn't it? Vespers, isn't it? Yeah, um, down at Brighton Beach. Yeah, Brighton. And yeah, Margate. And, uh, but then by the... Now, of course, some people stuck with it, with the Teddy Boy fashion. Mm. Some people didn't, you know, ditch their ditch their winkle pickers and brothel mm. creepers and bright neon socks. Yeah. Uh, drain pipe trousers, mm. uh, frock coats, fancy waistcoats, yeah. bootlace ties and so on. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> they, they, they carried on with it. Um, mm. But then to, by the early 70s, mid 70s, there was a mood of 50s nostalgia. Right. Which yeah. went in Greece with and so on. The Teddy Greece. Well, in 1979, yeah. there were um, Joe Brown of Joe Brown and the the brother, brothers, the yeah. brothers. Yeah, now, he'd been around. He was one of the original uh, uh, English rock and rollers. Yeah, and in yeah, nineteen seventy nine. By which time the Teddy Boy revival, I suppose, was easing off a bit. Joe Brown. Joe Brown <coughs> wrote uh, wrote and performed. I assume he wrote it. Uh, in the uh, <laughs> it's nice of him to take the blame. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and there's a marvelous clip on YouTube. <sighs> By marvellous, you mean embarrassingly <laughs> awful. It is rather well. There's something. It's so. It, uh, the lyrics don't make a great deal of sense. It's a sort of, you know, the musically, it's a sort of, you know, cod worked up uh, rock and roll, yeah. twelve bar. The sort of thing you could knock off in about half an hour. Tell us how it goes. Give us an idea. It's 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 very odd. It's a sort of tribute. It is tribute to the to the ones who who never who never gave up on being Teddy boys. Who stuck with the fashion through thick and thin. And it, yeah, it starts with something like ooh. Who's got a certain who? Who's got a certain walk? He looks just like a motorway crow. <laughs> A motorway crow? What's that mean? I don't know. Crows on the motorway don't last long, I would imagine. Ooh, ooh, where's the creepers and the drain pipes and the frock coats and the bootlace ties? Ooh, and he gets quite aggressive. Ooh, where's the bootlace ties? I'll tell ya! And it builds up to this rousing chorus of it's a teddy boys, a teddy boys, the do 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 elements and a do do. Have you got them there? No, of course I haven't. Come on. People don't fucking know this song. It's called Ted, the Ted song. The Ted, got it. The Ted song. Great. Yeah, the, the lyrics are lyrics. not online. Well, just put the Ted song lyrics. Don't it, you stupid fucker? Bet you haven't. I found them. You fucking didn't. I fucking did. The video is here of Joe Brown doing it, oh. but there's no lyrics, mate. There might be... There's no lyrics at all. The Ted song, Joe Brown. I hope you've fucking come a cropper now and realised that I've already looked. I've seen them, mate. You haven't. I've seen them. You fucking haven't. Then what happens, innit? Oh, and then all those dancers come on. Right. It's a sort of affectionate sonic tribute. It's awful. 
Who's got a way of talking? Just like he runs the show. Who's got a way of walking? Looks like a motorway crow. <laughs> Who kept rock and roll music? Alive for all these years. Time. Bootlace tie. Who's got a bootlace tie? Oh, it's so bad, Will. Right, why have we spent fucking half an hour talking about that shit? (laughs) Well, you asked for it. I did, yeah, to be fair. Right, I was going to give you a little test on Norfolk dialect. See what you think things mean. Oh, that'd be quite amusing. (laughs) Fucking hell. Hang on, how do, how do I know this is real Norfolk dialect and not just stuff you've made up? <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it? What is a girdle smuncher? <laughs> that is a West Country accent. Uh, yeah, now that's one thing I I've still haven't got. I know you've tried to explain it, but what? how does the East Country... Right, I mean, West Country's like that. Or it's got a growl in it, and like that. A growl? A growl, like a pirate. Well, uh, now, and and how do you distinguish a Norfolk? Cor- it's more sing-songy. It's more like that. More like that. More gentle, no. More gentle. Yeah. And don't, and That's do, better. Yeah. Don't they have the intrusive R's as well? No, they don't. They don't. They don't. How do no. they? How do they say B A R N? Barn. Yeah, they don't but, say barn. No, they say barn. Mm, sure there's not a bit You're of going a barn. Down the barn. No, there's no R. That's the thing. That's what's the difference. Going down the barn. The barn. You all right, boy? So it's like a sort of um, R-deprived West Country accent. Yeah, if you like. Mm, if yeah, you, it's like that. If you like. If you like. Does I-E become oi? Yeah, it's more like, oh, go you on. What are you talking about, boy? Go you on. Then we'll keep you on troshing. It's like that. Keep you on troshing. Keep you on a troshing. Keep you on a trot. I'll get to that in a minute. That means uh, on a steady course of action. Um, go you on. What do you think that means? Go you on. Go you on. Get, what, get on with you? Yeah. Go on. You're having a laugh. Yeah, you're pulling my leg. Yeah. You're pulling my leg. Go, go on. You, go you on. Uh, oh, and the cockney gone. Never heard that. As in my fair lady. <laughs> gone. Slight, slightly camper, please. <laughs> gone. Right, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Bishy Barney B. <laughs> Bishy Barney B. Yeah. Um, What's that? I would say that means he is. It's a, a, it's an it's a kind of animal. I'll give you that. It's an insect. Bishy Barney B. A Bishy Barney B. Yeah. Um, an insect. Mm. Uh, Bishy Barney B. Oh, it's a bee. <laughs> a bumblebee. <laughs> that would be such a fucking roundabout way of saying bee. It's as a ladybird will. A ladybird. Ladybird. Bishy bird. Bishy why are you, why are you having to look these up? Because they're just a memory thing for me. I do remember them, obviously. Um, a dicky. A dicky. Yeah. Um, a child's penis. <laughs> <laughs> until you until you reach puberty and it becomes a dick. It's uh, that is a donkey, darling. A dicky. A dicky. It just sounds like childish approximations of Dodman. A Dodman. Yeah. This is another little little mollusk. Uh oh. I was going to say, is it a. Uh, does it just mean a corpse? <laughs> or a male corpse? Oh, he's a dardman. <laughs> or, or, an, or an undertaker. No. Comes and deals with it. It's a little mollusk. 
um, spider. That's not a mollusk. Um, a fucking arachnid, isn't it? I'm not clear on what a mollusk is, actually. It's a snail. Ah. No, oh. A dodman. A dodman? Dodman. Fumble-fisted. That's easy. Oh, cack-handed? Yeah. Clumsy? clumsy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's a bit fumble-fisted, boy. Yeah, goo you on. Obviously, that's here. A gazunder. A gazunder. Um... Uh, uh, someone who works in tunnelling. Because <laughs> he goes it's under. A, it's a chamber pot. Oh, because it goes under the bed. goes under the bed. A goes under. A goes under. Mm. All right, we're getting there, boy. Uh, hang on. Well, obviously, uh, who do you hard? Who do you hard? <laughs> who do you hard? Well, hug you tight. Hold you hard, boy. Oh, calm down. Yeah, hang on a minute. Hang oh, on. Hold you hard. Oh, like a horde. Hold you hard. Hold oh, you hard. Hold still. But we say hold. We don't say hold. Hold. Hold you hard, boy. Mm. <laughs> There's no need to pull that fucking <laughs> smug cunt of a face at me. It's all, it's all this, we don't say that. <laughs> we, me and my people, my <laughs> well, tribe. This my, is what we're doing, isn't it? My, me and my fellow Norfolkers. Well, yeah. Lummox, well, that's a general word, isn't it? That's not just Norfolk, that, is it? Is that sort of clump, oaf? Clove, clumsy, yeah, yeah, clumsy oaf. You're great lummox. You're great lummox, yeah. Titamatorda. No idea. Titamatorda. Titamatorda. Something you might find in the child's playground. Titamatorda. Oh. Do you know the etymology of any of these? No, but this one's fairly obvious. Titamatorda. What? Titamatorda? What? Titamatorda. How is that? What, tit, a, th- a thing of the floor? Tit and matorta. Come What's on, th- what do you think it is? A, t- a, a thing that I taught her. No. A thing that it's a, I... It's something you find in a playground. Oh, I thought that was what it meant. No, no, no. A thing you would find in the a playground. The playground, tit and matorta. Like, like um, I thought it meant like, you know, sweet wrappers no. or broken toys <laughs> or <laughs> abandoned shoes or something. <laughs> A titimatorda. Titimatorda. Uh, a roundabout. A uh, uh, seesaw. Seesaw, yeah. Titimatorda, Titimatorda, yes. that sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Sort of, yeah. Right, do you keep a trashin? Do you keep a trashin? Do you keep a trashin? Oh, is the do you is telling you, is the yeah, imperative. Yeah. Um, do you... It's not a question. Do you titimatorda? No, what was it? <laughs> do, do you, you keep a trashin? Keep a trashin. Mm. You keep a trashin trying it's threshing oh, so it threshing means like it? sort of keep safe keep well oh keep threat what don't don't yeah take ne- care of yourself all oh, right do so you- it sounds more like don't neglect your duties <laughs> don't keep putting off the threshing otherwise right. you, you'll have nothing to eat come winter time that pitches on the huh on the huh what on on wonky yeah wonky is that an is that a norfolk thing on the huh on the huh how is huh spelled H-U-H. I'm trying to think if I can get you to speak in a Norfolk accent. Well, I'm sure I could if it was... No, necessary. you're doing West Country. If it was necessary. I think... West be- Country. Bear. Bear. And that can be beer. Or oh, have a bear. Yeah. So how would you, you say... You a bear? So how would you say bear? Well, you'd say it like that. Bear. B-E-A-R. Yeah. And, and also bear, mean naked. B-A-R-E. Bear. So it's all bear. I saw a bear, bear. Drinking a bear. Hmm. Hmm. There's a fascinating uh, interview on. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. That was our our 
primer course in how to speak Norfolk. Um, right, Will, have we got a guest today, did you say? Well, we have two. Ooh! Uh, Aren't we spoiled? Are, bo- are both of them annoying, or just one? But, well, uh, I mean, Ian is here. Uh, well, should we get him out of the way Very, first? I, th- I think we better, yes. Uh, he, he, I don't know if he's... fucking head in. I don't know, he seems to, well, see what see what you think. Has, have, has, have they split up? Oh, oh no, far from it. Mm-hmm. Well... He doesn't think they have uh, anyway. I'll, right. I'll let him speak for himself. Right. Okay. 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 In you come, Ian. You're right, mate. Have a seat. Hi. How you doing? Well, uh, it's uh, pretty amazing times, really. <laughs> I'm annoyed already. Go on. Pretty goddamn amazing. Uh, that's okay. Any anything that you uh, you know, if that's where you're coming from, then that's okay. Own it. You know. You've got to own it. This is what I've... um, Anyway... He's turned into bliss. Sorry? You've turned into bliss. You're saying things that bliss says. I... I, You know, when you're with someone for as long as we have, and when you're as involved with someone as long as we have, you do start to pick up, you know, ways of talking. Right. You have have your own sort of... Almost like a private language, but, mm. it, but I, as I was saying, can it say that way? It's not. It's not a private language. It's a universal language, the language of love. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, go on, Ian. Yeah. Well, the latest um, plans and projects. Things have kind of, you know, things have kind of rollercoastered and snowballed. So the um you know the 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 ball has got so big mm. that um that you basically need a, an olympic sized swimming pool to contain it. Okay. Um I mean what the, are you talking about? The basic idea, okay, our <laughs> basic idea. Okay, what what is the most important thing in history? What changes history? Um Conflict. Ah, oh, but you know, why do conflicts happen? Um, territory. What? Pathetic territory. lack of uh, mental evolution that's left us in this position where we war over pieces of land oh. that nobody actually owns. Yeah, but I mean, if you you know take a more positive approach to it, if you look at the you know the progress, that, you're going to say does, love, aren't you? I was going to say what? Love, aren't you? It's even bigger than that. Bigger than love. It's even bigger than that. Um, it's Ideas. Oh, okay. You know, it's okay, you know, having wars and all this, but, you know, somebody had to have the idea of an army. Yes. An army that, you know, you say, I want that bit of land. Somebody else wants that bit of land. What do you do? Okay, you fight over it. Well, no, somebody thought, okay, I'll organise some... Yeah, some chaps. I don't think they did. I think it just sort of grew out of some tribal system. But, yeah, go on. Well, yeah, but exactly... That tribal system had to have an idea behind it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just say yes to everything you say. It's like conceptualization. Um, the basic idea. Well, it's. I've got to say it's it's um, it's it's Bliss's idea, but you know she's she's letting me be a part of it. It's kind of our. <laughs> it's our family. It's our. It's our child. It's oh God, our, you're not having a real child, are you? No, not not as far okay, as I know. Thank God for that. It's our sort of heaving, thrusting, thrashing about 
in in the in our in our cocoon of love. <laughs> right. Basically, ideas are the real product. They're not just the product; they're the currency. Okay. It's, we like to, we think of it as the oil of the future. I've got a really bad feeling that. We're going to have one of those conversations where we get 10 minutes into this and I still don't know what you're talking about. It's okay, you will. Okay. I can put it... There's re- some, is there something re- concrete here? It's concrete. Right. It's plaster. It's um, varieties of cement. <laughs> Go on. No, the big idea. Yeah. Um, what we're working on now, the basic thing, you've heard of, you know, Elon Musk. Yes. His, his idea of an, an everything app. No. Yeah, well, that was one of his his ideas. It hasn't come to fruition yet, and we are absolutely not in competition with Elon Musk. Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bliss has basically had the the even bigger vision, or the even bigger idea. Mm. So what we're working on now is basically the ultimate app. It's the app that will be the only one you'll need because it will contain and imply uh, all apps and all needs. Uh, it's kind of all to do with AI as well, you know, artificial intelligence. Yes, yeah, so I know what um, AI is. You know, Can you just show me some actual intelligence? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, this, but this app is going to be or- <clears throat> organic. It will use elements of AI. Um, and so, I mean, this... I mean, Bliss could basically become the richest person in the world to infinity. She could, but she's not going to do that. No, she's going to do it the Tim Berners-Lee way. <laughs> okay, she's yeah. going to say, here it is. Yeah. It. She's obviously going to make, yeah. you know, she's going to... How is she going to do that? Her. What, what well, experience does she have in this field? Okay. Her, her inspirations, the ideas for yeah. this omni-idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ultimate app development, um, the Wall Street crash, the collapse of communism, uh, the sinking of the Titanic. Okay, but just think of it the other way. The <laughs> the incredible amounts of energy generated by disaster. Yeah. If you control the disaster and just make sure that everything is channeled into the right. Uh, direction basically omnidirectional but it's but it's the direction that's important it's the ways to harness it harness what harness the energy of human potentiality <laughs> fuck off basically no this is absolutely Does- not this is absolutely not a load of new agey hyper-capitalist bullshit. It sounds like it. It absolutely is Right, not. prove to me that it isn't. We've been working on names for this app. We were hang- whoa, 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 whoa. What? Back up. What? what? How is Bliss making this app? What What does the app do? Well... What experience does she have of making apps? Bl- no, Bliss has the ideas. She works with... The, uh, the engineers, the nuts and bolts guys. And who are they? The software engineers, the hardware engineers, uh, the firmware engineers. Yeah. This is, and you're going to ask me about capitalization, aren't you? No, I'm Seed- going to ask you what it does. What does it Seeding. do? Seeding. It will do anything, what everything. Do you mean anything? Anything, everything, and nothing. Because some people want nothing. 
So that's their anything. I could make an app that did nothing. So that's their anything. (laughs) Now, we've been working on... um, We've been been kind of brainstorming um, possible names for the app. Uh, We thought thought of the, the Supreme app or SAP. That's not maybe not what we want. Um, the 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 general app or gap or jap, but we don't want to get into the whole please ethnic sensitivity. Yeah. Um, I favour the system totalization rendition app or strap. Um, then of course there's the complete radical app or well I think that would be yeah cool. yeah I personally I go for that one. But we don't so. I mean, a, a project on this scale, even with Bliss's immense resor- resources and her family's immense resources, um, we're still going to have to go for some basic venture capital seed funding. Um, <laughs> so what... I can't believe I'm saying this. Are you sh- on here shilling for something? Huh? Are you on here shilling for something? You're going to try and get our blessed listeners to ch- ch- fucking send you some money on Kickstarter or something? Well, you know, Bliss did say that she thought you might try to sort of downgrade it in this way. And her advice was, bring it on. It's okay. I think I've said enough now that if the listeners don't uh, I think don't the, get to hear I, it all. Honestly, I think the listeners will be as bewildered as I am by what you're talking about. <laughs> I okay. don't, I'd need to see it to understand it, I think. Well, basically, the way we're funding this, the way we're capitalising this, I'm not sure of the exact... Anyway, Bliss explained it all to me. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> I think but, I preferred you when you wanted to join Best Osteran. She She's basically reinventing money. Oh, fuck off. Because <laughs> money... Come on, man. Money is one of those big ideas that yes. we don't even think of as ideas. This is money um, not as, not in the form of a share, not in the form of hard currency, not even in the form of um, uh, credit notes or... Um, right, I get it. Impl- okay, okay. What is it in the form of? What it is, it, um, well, we, we haven't really got a name for it. It'll probably be... An I'm not, ac- yeah, I'm fine. It'll probably be an anachronism. Don't need a name. What is it? But we are offering these shares. So if any listeners... I thought you said they weren't shares. uh, Well, we're calling them shares for for want of another thing. This is a kind of financial revolution, financial visionary. In in a way, it's um, it's the economic equivalent of uh, Calvinism. Or, or the Enlightenment. Right. Uh, How? Or the wheel. What is it? Okay. What it's... Um, oh, fucking hell. They're called, well, these are economically innovative funding methods. Uh, the best one we've we've come up with so far are innovative free-form funding yields, or IFI for short. <laughs> um Bliss's family is providing help, advice, general support. Ideas are the true driving forces of history. Um, so invest now. Go to the website. But I thought you said you... Uh, I, I, I haven't got the... Uh, but, you know, if you want to be <laughs> on, the, on, on the next... On the next um, well, it's, we're kind of reinventing the internet as well. Um, but it's... it's what? It's going to be... Well, I'm not sure about that. Maybe not. We'll work with the internet as it is. I but don't. You don't what? sound like you're inventing anything. 
Ah, oh, well, we you're may saying not. we've reinvented money, but you haven't invented money. You want people to invest. What are they investing with? String. Where <laughs> they're going to invest with money, right? And what they'll get is going to be iffy. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'll see you on the other side of the revolution. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Bye now. Fucking hell. Yeah, okay. Um, have we got another guest coming? Is there another guest through there, Ian? Oh, hello. Oh, hello, Will. You're back. Have we got another guest, did you say? Yeah, I'm not sure about uh, Ian. I have I have sort of said I'll go along to a meeting. With... Why? Have you said that? Well, he was very nice about it. and he, He's he... fucking deluded. What is he talking about? Well, he's, he's offered me a stay in a, in a, a place, in the, the Ritz Hotel in, in London. Who's paying for it? Oh, oh, he is. It's all all paid for up front. But apparently there'll be a there'll there'll be uh, one of his lawyers there and one of his accountants. Well, not his, but who are involved in all this. It does sound rather interesting. It doesn't. Well, he said he said it'll be it'll be like um, uh, like a chain letter or a pyramid scheme, but it actually works. Mm, I'm less convinced. Mm. Right? Did we? Did you say we had another guest? Yes. Well, we're quite replete with guests this week. That's nice. Well, I say this week like we do this every week. <laughs> I say this quarter. I don't know if two counts as repletion. Well, we normally only have one. Yeah. So who's the other guest we've got coming in? Oh well, uh, as uh, you know, this has been the 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 love edition. Has it? In in a way. In a the, way, the yeah. Saint Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. Massacre. Mass- <laughs> yeah. Saint Valentine's edition. Um, I thought. Uh, uh, to get a, a philosophical view okay. of love. So, um, uh, with us today is Professor I.F. Snare, <laughs> who holds the ambiguous chair of practical and theoretical philosophy at the University of Beckenham. Okay. Um, is he coming in? Uh, yes. So, hello. Uh, hello. Professor Snare. That's right, isn't it? Yes. Right. Sorry, you wanted to talk to us about love, I believe. Uh, well, I thought it was rather the other way around. You wanted me to talk about love. That was what I was yeah, that's led what, to believe. Yeah, yeah, that's what I just said. No, you said I wanted to talk to you about love. <laughs> okay, all right. Which so. I do. It, it, it's, it's quite a... Right. Uh, it's a mutual two-way... Fine. Uh, ...desire. Far away. Yes, well, love hasn't really been a, a, a part of uh, the philosophical enterprise for quite a while, really, certainly not in the 20th century, um, largely, I would say, due to the uh, positivist uh, movement, which, for better or worse, has, uh, ha- has led to a... a shall we say, a distrust of the subjective, uh, without which, of, of course, uh, nothing, because the subjective is, uh, obviously, the thought is by its nature subjective. The verification principle did try to get this sorted out, but um, as uh, there's nothing essentially uh, demonstrable uh, about love, um, they have to take the, uh, they occupy the same part of the philosophical project as um, as ethics and uh, I would say religion. That would be the, um, the if you would say, a statement such as I believe in God is uh, of the order of a, uh, either a command or an expression of uh, an emotion uh, of the same order of statements uh, such as uh, I am hungry, um, I feel strangely aroused <laughs> or I have uh, an, an unaccountable desire to eat an entire packet of... Um, Fruit salads or blackjack.
objects which come upon us uh, quite <laughs> often. Mm. Um, so yes, philosophers uh, really keep out of this business in a way. Um, statements about love may seem to be in strictly positivist terms without meaning, in that they, they cannot be uh, verified. If we look at what the philosophers of the past have had to say about love, um, I don't know if, if there's a great deal we can do with it. Um, there was, of course, um, the, if we're talking about romantic and sexual love, love in the sexual and or romantic sense, um, I mean, I wouldn't describe my love uh, for football, for example, as uh, sexual. Uh, for some people it may be. Lovely, sweaty, muscular young men running about, getting angry, and then all jumping into the bath together afterwards, and soaping each other down, flicking each other with uh, towels <laughs> as they get away. That maybe, but not that is not. Um, and of course, uh, sexual love and romantic love. Well, they 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 the over the Venn diagrams overlap. Uh, a little bit. Uh, there's, of course, I would say in the uh, symposium, is it, in which, um, uh, well, uh, it, it, it's um, Plato, but of course I, he has Aristophanes tell it, the parable of the origins of humanity's uh, sexual dualism. Oh, we know the, that in, um, originally we were yeah. all... Looking of, for one's other half. We were all sort of spher so. spherical and yeah. had uh, eight limbs yeah, and yeah. the genitals were in some un unusual place. Yeah. And then we became so powerful and started to challenge the gods, so to cut us down to size as it were, he split everyone in two so they only had four limbs each and the genitals were brought round to the front and this was supposed to account not only for uh, heterosexual uh, pairing but also um, uh, for, for homosexuality of the male and female kinds. Now, I mean, that's the um, sort of rubbish you get if you ask philosophers about love, let alone any advice about love. I mean, there's this still quite a common belief that philosophy is concerned with uh, the right way of living, the good mode of existence, the true form of being. People assume that we philosophers have all the answers. Now, I must accept that this has been brought upon us by some of the most esteemed philosophers. I mean, Socrates and Plato were always telling people how to live, how to improve their mental attitude. And look at Socrates. He didn't even have the common sense to eat a bit of humble pie to avoid being sentenced to death. I mean, I mean, that's an advertisement for pragmatism, if ever there was one. <laughs> and look at Diogenes. Uh, lived in a barrel, uh, urinated, defecated, masturbated, and pontificated in public. Well, yes, he's just the sort of uh, person to go to for dating advice. Um, so people talk about being philosophical. Um, in sense, what they really mean is being brave and uncomplaining, uh, uh, which was what the Stoics claimed to be. Uh, but I mean, if, you, if you're indifferent to success and failure, pleasure and pain, life and death, then you might as well be dead, which is not a good conversation topic for a first date, as has been repeatedly proved. So you can analyse, explain love to the nth degree and still end up lonely, drunk and too jaded, even for a wank over <laughs> punished in panties. Sometimes I wonder why I bloody well bother. Well, thank you very much, Professor Snow. That's all quite all right. Uh, thank you. It's been it's been lovely to meet you. I, Not I, I look forward to being equally bewildered the next time you're speaking. Absolutely. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, and the only trouble with most of what I've just said, I suppose, is it was nearly all false. <laughs> but of course, that's a problem with any philosophical discourse. That's what Hegel was on about, I think. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Hello, Will. 
Hello. Well, yes. Well, I, there you go. I think we need an eclectic uh, you know, yeah. spread of voices. Yeah, uh, yeah. As well I as I mean, the, the, at least the second one sounded like he knew something. Right, should we, should we say farewell? Yes. Do we have a way of doing that? <laughs> do we do that in unison? I don't know. No, not normally. No. We'll just say... We'll just say it's... It's been a blast. It's been an absolute blast. <laughs> it's been a blast. Keep you on a trashing. Oh, yes. And <coughs> ooh, are. <laughs> Wanker. <laughs>